you for joining the ladies of Her Portion Podcast. Come, pull up a seat at the table, because you are welcome here. Grab your Bible and a pen, and let's dig into God's Word together. Take a moment and pray that God would open your heart to Him as you listen. So without further ado, let's get right into today's portion. Hey y'all, this is Jackie Carr here. And this month we are talking about love because it is the Valentine's month. So with finishing Valentine's this week, we've all thought about love and romance. This month, our topic on the podcast is on love. So today I want to discuss how do we walk in love? Well, Ephesians 5, 2 says, and walk in love as Christ also hath loved us and hath given himself for us an offering and a sacrifice to God for a sweet smelling favor. Before we can truly understand the love of God, which is actually impossible to fully comprehend, but we must understand our position in Christ. This morning, I read one of my favorite childhood verses for the Lord. God is a sun and shield. The Lord will give grace and glory. No good thing will he withhold from them that walk uprightly. If you don't understand your position in Christ, this verse could be a little discouraging. Why? Because the verse says, no good thing will he withhold from them that walk uprightly. At first glance, reading this definition, I could think, well, I'm not perfect without blemish. But according to Colossians 2.10, he says, and ye are complete in him. Verse 13 And you being dead in your sins, hath he quickened together with him, having forgiven you all trespasses. Because I accepted Christ's salvation, I've been forgiven from past, present, and future sins. So don't forget, as you are reading through the Old Old Testament, that they didn't have the Holy Spirit living inside of them. Don't forget your position in Christ. So again, how do we walk in love? Well, I kept reading my Bible, and the next verse talked about our steps. Righteousness shall go before him and shall set us in the way of his steps. So is it my own righteousness that helps me arrive to the destination that God has for me, or is it his? When God the Father looks at me, he sees his son's righteousness. 1 Corinthians one thirty says, But of him are ye in Christ Jesus, who of God is made unto us wisdom and righteousness and sanctification and redemption. Why is this? Verse 29 says that no flesh should glory in his presence. It's so imperative that we know our position in Christ, that we are in Christ Jesus. He is our righteousness. When I read Proverbs fifteen twenty nine this morning, the Lord is far from the wicked, but he heareth the prayer of the righteous. Who are the righteous? Those that are in Christ Jesus. We just read that um, in the New Testament. Next, you have Paul warning the church to not walk disorderly. These were Christians that forgot their position in Christ and weren't walking in love, but were walking about not working, but talking about everyone else's business. They were gossiping. These people pretend to love you, but have already discussed the details they think they know of your life to friends, family, and others. And then they come to you and exclaim they are praying for you. 2 Thessalonians 3.11 says, For we hear that there are some which walk among you disorderly, working not at all, but are busybodies. Now them that are such, we command and exhort by our Lord Jesus Christ that with quietness they work and eat their own bread. But ye, brethren, be not weary in well-doing. 1 Timothy 1.3 says, Paul, Paul says that they teach no other doctrine. 
What doctrine was he constantly trying to correct in the early church? The thinking that it was their own righteousness that would win them favor with God. But look at how he continues to correct this false doctrine with the love of God. Now the end of the commandment is charity, out of a pure heart and of a good conscience and of faith unfeigned, from which some, having swerved, have turned aside unto vain jangling, desiring to be teachers of the law. Verse 14 goes on to say, And the grace of our Lord was exceeding abundant with faith and love, which is in Christ Jesus. This is a faithful saying and worthy of all acceptation that Christ Jesus came into the world to save sinners of whom I, of who I am chief. Paul realized who he was without Christ and what his position was in Christ. We are in Christ and yet still have a sinful nature that groans for the redemption of our bodies. Paul says in Galatians 4.14, and I'm paraphrasing, but even though I had a temptation in my flesh, you still received me because of my position in Christ. In Galatians 5, Paul tells the church to stand fast in the liberty wherewith Christ hath made us free, and then explains to the people who thought that they had to live by the law for righteousness, if ye be circumcised, Christ shall profit you nothing, Galatians 5.2. Maybe you're wanting to walk in love. What about the race God has given you to run? It's a marathon, right? Paul says, ye did run well. Who did hinder you that you should not obey the truth? Verse 9, a little leaven leaveneth the whole lump. Okay, in context, this verse is not addressing sin in the camp. The leaven he was referring to were the ones still confused on grace and the law. It's going to be extremely hard to walk in love if you don't understand grace. If you don't understand grace, you'll constantly be living the Christian life, offending people and pushing them away unnecessarily. Paul says, I would, they were even, they were even cut off. Excuse me. Paul says, I would, they were even cut off, which trouble you in Galatians 5.12. We are to understand this liberty, not for our flesh, but to use it to serve others with love. The verse says, For brethren, ye have been called unto liberty. Only use not liberty for an occasion to the flesh, but by love serve one another. For all the law is fulfilled in one word, even in this, thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself. Galatians 5, 13-14. There's so much on this topic you find in Paul's letters to the church. But one of our missions as we walk in love, according to Galatians 6, 1, it gives us instruction. Brethren, and again, this is to the church. Brethren, if a man be overtaken in a fault, ye which are spiritual, restore such an one in the spirit of meekness, considering thyself, lest thou also be tempted. Bear ye one another's burdens, and so fulfill the law of Christ. How do we walk in love? Restoring each other. I love redoing old furniture. Right now, as I sit in my room, I'm looking at an old set of furniture that was my grandmother's. Honestly, it was so ugly previously, but I could see its potential, and I knew it was solid wood. It was that 80s and 90s yellow, shiny wood. It had a seashell imprint on every single drawer, so it was the dresser had a top on it with a gigantic, obnoxious mirror that was attached to the bottom piece. So I took the top off. I sanded each of the nightstands and the dresser down to a bare wood. I used a white chalk paint with a pearl white paint on the drawers. 
I took off all the old, ugly, brass, big brass knobs and replaced them with beautiful agate handles. Now, these beautiful pieces are a treasure in my room, and I just love looking at them. You know, as Christians, we are supposed to restore people. There have been such extreme times in my life where I felt like I was sanded down to the point of breaking in two. But God brought people in my life that helped restore those ugly places of bitterness and anger. I hope this will encourage you to walk in love. Sometimes we walk by people and we have no idea of the heart restoration that needs to take place. Maybe it's a lost person. Shine the light and walk in love. Maybe it's a seasoned veteran in the faith, but trials have sanded them down so far they may feel like they can't return. Speak beauty into them. Believe in them. Restore them and walk in love. I hope this was an encouragement to you today. Thank you for joining us today on Her Portion. We hope you leave with plenty to ponder from God's Word. We encourage you to use today's topic to start your own study in the Scriptures. Until next time.